0: Thanksgiving is an annual celebration on the fourth Thursday in November in the United States. It is associated with the celebration of thankfulness and joy. And today we're going to talk about the history of Thanksgiving and how that history affected black folks. And this is the type of story that you enjoy. You can find more stories like this at OneMikeHistory.com. Also, give us five stars on our podcast and support the YouTube channel. But without further ado, let's get started. Thanksgiving as a nationally recognized holiday is a combination of history and tradition, myth and truth originating from the time of the earliest settlers in America. As the legend goes, Thanksgiving traces roots back to 1621 when a group of pilgrims, which was a group of English separatists, who sought religious freedom, celebrated what was generally referred to as the first Thanksgiving. These Plymouth settlers arrived in America on the Mayflower in 1620, and they landed what is now known as Plymouth, Massachusetts. They were not the first European settlers on the continent, but their hardships and subsequent celebrations became enigmatic of the Thanksgiving holiday. The first winter for the pilgrim was particularly harsh, and they were ill-equipped for the situation. Half of the pilgrims would die due to lack of housing and food and severe weather. In spring of 1621, the struggling colonists were visited by two English-speaking Native Americans who had spent some time in Europe and had escaped slavery. The story goes that they taught the pilgrims essential survival methods and how they should sow crops such as corn and squash. And under their guidance, the pilgrims improved their living conditions and had their first successful corn production. After the harvest, they would show their gratitude over harsh circumstances and they would plan to feast in the fall of 1621. The Wampanoag Native Americans were invited to attend the harvest's first celebration, which lasted three days and they gathered and wildly commemorated as America's first Thanksgiving. Other accounts seem to debunk this happy feast between pilgrims and Native Americans and rather describe a situation in which white colonists who had just invaded their land and claimed it as their own and slaughtered the indigenous people of the land in the year 1637. Massachusetts colony governor, John Winthrop, declared a thanksgiving to celebrate the safe returns for colonists who had volunteered for the war against the Pequot Native Americans. The result of that war was the massacre of at least 700 natives. Despite all of this, it wasn't until the Revolutionary War that Thanksgiving became a more regular occurrence. In 1777, the Continental Congress suggested a yearly celebration following a victory over the British at Saratoga. New England colonists were already accustomed to celebrating Thanksgiving, and this resulted in days of prayer for thanking God for blessing and military victories or to end a drought. But in 1798, Congress continued to leave that celebration of Thanksgiving to the individual states, and some weren't a fan of the national government stepping in to what was considered a religious event, while others didn't like how it was used to push political agendas. People from the South were also slow to pick up on what was then a New England tradition. As a result, Thanksgiving initially seemed to be more a cause of arguments, than unity by the middle of the 19th century abolitionist sarah joseph hale played a major role in promoting thanksgiving her campaign for state thanksgiving celebration was so successful that it led to 29 states honoring the day by 1850 but arguments over slavery increased and as the civil war approached people in southern states saw it as an encroachment of culinary influences from the north the state of Virginia in particular wanted no part of it. In a letter to Hale, Virginia Governor Henry Wise, who was strongly pro-slavery, expressed his disapproval of the New England abolitionist goals by referring to it as a theatrical national claptrap of Thanksgiving. Despite this, during the darkest days of the Civil War is when Sarah Hale's campaign for a national thanksgiving reached the desk of Abraham Lincoln. Her letter reached the president in September of 1863, and Hale emphasized the ardent urgency of a thanksgiving to become a national fixed union festival. She believed that instating the unifying day would awaken American hearts and for the love of home and country and a thankfulness for God and peace. Lincoln responded positively to Hale's pleas for a national Thanksgiving holiday. Just a week after receiving her letter, Lincoln issued a presidential proclamation in October 3rd of 1863, setting aside the last Thursday in November as the national holiday for Thanksgiving. Lincoln hoped that the holiday would serve as a way to heal wounds of the nation and restore it, while hoping for an end of the Scourge of War. Still, some members of the confederacy were unhappy with the thanksgiving declaration perceiving it as a political move they were unhappy with what they saw as new englanders attempting to dictate how they should live their lives and for years after the civil war southerners refused to celebrate thanksgiving seeing it as a northern cultural holiday it was only during the reconstruction period that they began to embrace thanksgiving and it wasn't until 1941 that a federal law officially recognized thanksgiving as a national holiday but for african-americans thanksgiving holds a different meaning and significance our relationship with the holiday has evolved in a unique historical trajectory it's intertwined with our long-standing struggle for recognition and equality in America. Thanksgiving started off as a church-oriented celebration, African-American pastors would often gave sermons that could be heard loud and clear through the small churches, and the sermons would talk of struggle and hopes and fears and triumphs. These sermons would usually dover do the institution of slavery and the suffering of black people and often pleaded for the awakening of a slavery-free America that would soon come. Thanksgiving as a holiday was a two-sided coin for enslaved African-Americans. Firstly, it meant hard work because they needed to prepare for the grand celebration which their white enslavers would enjoy that involved cooking extravagant meals cleaning extravagant houses and yet there was a momentary break from the harshness of their daily routines in the spirit of the holiday some of the in house enslaved had to share of the thanksgiving bounty once their enslavers had finished feasting they were often permitted to enjoy the leftovers from the main house This represented a distinct shift from their usual standard of living and granted them access to an abundance of food that they weren't normally able to eat. Field enslaved men would hunt for wild game for their families and their their friends, while the women would then prepare cornmeal cakes. Additionally, some seized this opportunity to escape during Thanksgiving, taking advantage of the absence of their enslavers and their relaxed vigilance this is also the day where some were allowed to visit family members residing on other properties sometimes passes were supplied by their enslavers that allowed them to travel to see spouses or children that resided with different owners some would cleverly use those passes to facilitate and cover up their escape delaying notice of their absence for sometimes days This duality of Thanksgiving endured even after emancipation for African-Americans. The abolishment of slavery triggered this euphoria for African-American communities, offering them a reason to celebrate Thanksgiving with remembrance. Yet, when they gathered around the tables, the complexities of this era became apparent. Despite their freedom, African-Americans faced harsh realities of unemployment, segregation, and racial violence. In these challenging times, Thanksgiving became a more integral part of their resilience at a time where they were just sharing a meal but reinforcing communal solidarity. During the civil rights movement, figures like Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King emerged as icons of resistance against racial inequality. Influenced by these trailblazers and amidst boycotts and sit-ins and marches, Thanksgiving offered black communities an occasion to recharge, reunite, and express gratitude. Black activists W. B. Du Bois would talk about struggles the Black Americans faced and how that correlates with Thanksgiving. Du Bois advocated for celebrating Thanksgiving as an act of defiance against racial prejudice. As a counterpoint, though, Malcolm X would voice his disillusionment with Thanksgiving due to the ties to the historically oppression of marginalized groups. He rejected the romanticized depiction, and this divergence from traditional celebration narratives introduced a critique to the holiday and prompted a deeper conversation about Thanksgiving and racial inequality in America. Today, despite Thanksgiving's tragic history, many black people across the nation still choose to celebrate the holiday their own way. Some reframe it as a time to spend with family. In an informal poll done with Howard University, they said that 45% of black respondents from 13 to 60 shared that they love celebrating Thanksgiving, and about 62% said that they don't think about the history of Thanksgiving while they're celebrating. One respondent would state that our culture understands the falsehoods of the holiday, but we enjoy connecting with family and it's an opportunity to do so. While another respondent would state that the true history is something that I make sure my kids are aware of. We focus on the positive aspects of it while we gather with family. David Silverman, the writer of a book about. The history of thanksgiving spoke with the smithsonian about the misconception of the history of thanksgiving he states that this misconception that the pilgrims were gladly received by friendly natives as they arrived in america but this is just not true silvin states that the thanksgiving myth obscures the unfortunate reality of how america treats indigenous people and african americans and because of this some black americans choose not to celebrate thanksgiving they feel that holidays such as thanksgiving and independence day disrespect the african-american history and their principles and they believe that the holiday celebrates concepts that are not inclusive to everybody however it's hard to overlook the significant impression that black culture has made with its contributions to thanksgiving food African-American culinary traditions on Thanksgiving Day display cultural heritage and the beauty of mixing traditional choices with modern-day cooking techniques. One main feature of African-American Thanksgiving is a variety of soul food dishes. This cuisine came out of the journey of African-Americans in the United States, and soul food represents survival and resilience in the face of struggle and hardship, and its presence during Thanksgiving showcased this complex cultural narrative. Core favorites of soul food include collard greens, cornbread, candy yams, black-eyed peas, and they are served right next to traditions like turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pie. Adrian Miller, the author of Black Smoke, would state that holiday food is inextricably linked to soul food. One cannot overlook the influence of African-American flavors in contemporary Thanksgiving food. Today, as black chefs and home chefs, expertise and creativity have noticeably impacted Thanksgiving menus across the United States through television shows and cookbooks and online platforms. Black food has influenced the tables all over the United States. And despite the history of Thanksgiving, it's still a day at which black folks can show thanks and appreciation for their loved ones. Thank you. I'm your host, Country Boy this has been one of my black history. If you like stories like this, you can find more stories like this at I Also I'd like to thank all my Patreon subscribers. Without you, none of this could be possible. And peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.